Welcome to the Mama's Midlife Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and the topic for today is the stories we tell ourselves. Hey, Mama's of Midlife, how is everyone doing? Last week was our last spring break with children at home. Like, literally, we will not ever have spring break again with our kids, which is so strange and different for me. Our youngest is graduating this year, and yeah, no more spring breaks. I mean, maybe we'll have them with grandkids, but like our children and having children in school is coming to an end, and it just is really strange to me. But we took advantage of it. We uh, took our youngest, and we went and spent some time in Tennessee. We went to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. If any of you have ever been there, you know it's kind of a touristy area. It's in the Smokies, and it's beautiful. Um, So we spent some time there. Our oldest and her husband joined us. And then after we went down to Auburn, Alabama, which is where our oldest and her husband just moved to. Ironically, we used to live there. So it was kind of nostalgic to go back and to be in Auburn. And I have very, very fond memories of living there. So anyway, it was a fun week. Definitely different knowing that was our last spring break. But, you know, this has changed. This is what happens. So anyway, the topic for this week is the stories we tell ourselves. Most of us like a good story that we either read or we see in a movie. Maybe it's something related to action or drama. Maybe we like a good romance or a comedy that draws us into the story. I personally love the story that unfolds in a very inspiring movie. Um, Some of my favorite inspiring movies are Blindside, Remember the Titans, uh, The Secret, Dare to Dream. And one of my more recent favorites that I saw last year was A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, which is a story about Mr. Rogers. So why do we like to hear stories? We may have different reasons that we like to either read stories or watch a story But most of the time, it's to be entertained or to be inspired. But what about when it comes to the stories we tell ourselves about our lives? What do those stories look like? I'm guessing it sometimes is a little bit different. It might be less entertaining or not so inspiring, or maybe it's even kind of a story that could be discouraging. What might this look like for you and the stories that you tell yourself? We could have a story, we'll make up one related to maybe a young woman that tells herself that she doesn't ever do anything on the weekends, that she doesn't get to go out with friends, that she's kind of boring and she just stays at home, that she's not very interesting, and that no one wants to be with her. As she continues to tell herself this story weekend after weekend, she's going to really believe it. She's going to believe, I'm boring. I'm not interesting. No one wants to be with me. But she could tell herself another story. And that story could be that she's very engaged with school and that she does have some friends and that she actually loves being at home on the weekends because she gets to spend time with her family because during the week she's so busy with work and school. What might she believe about herself if she tells herself the story about being interesting and the engaging life that she really does live? We could also have a story of a father 
that he tells himself that he's just working in a dead-end job, that he is barely making ends meet, that life is a struggle at home because he doesn't, you know, make enough money at times, that he'll never be happy in his job. And as he continues to believe and tell himself the story, that's what he's going to get. But he could also tell himself a different story. He could tell himself that he could get a better job, that there are better jobs out there that do make more money, that he could go back to school and be able to increase his earning potential, or maybe it's getting a certification. He could tell himself that he could find a job that he enjoys and that's a good situation for him and his family. He gets to decide on the story that he tells himself. I told myself stories for quite a while as a mom. I would tell myself the story that I wasn't really that great of a mom and that I was ruining my kids anytime I do something as well as I thought I should have done it or if I got upset, or I wasn't there for one of my kids, I would tell myself these stories that I was ruining my kids. And I was believing that for many years, that I really wasn't that great of a mom. And it was more in recent, the more recent, probably five years or so, that I was able to start looking at the things that I did do as a mom and being able to see that I really did do some great things and I did show up for my kids and I had some moments that were really good. Yeah, there were moments that I wasn't so great, but there were also a lot of moments that were good. And it's even more interesting now that I have a grandbaby and to see the way I interact with the grandbaby and my daughter is looking at me going, how can you be so patient or how are you able to just spend time with them or whatever it is that I'm doing at that time? And I'm able to see myself a lot differently now as a grandma. And then looking back, I'm like, you know what? I actually probably did okay as a mom. And being able to tell myself a different story that I did the very best I could when I raised my children. And, and that, was, that was good enough. There is a movie that I watched more recently with my grandson. Well, actually, I take that back. He didn't really watch it too much. He paid attention to the music and I was the one that was watching it, but I had not seen the movie Frozen all the way through and I wanted to watch it because my daughter's like, oh, you have to sit down and watch it and see what it's about because I kept asking her what the plot line was and she said, you just have to watch it. So in the movie, the Disney movie Frozen, the main character, Elsa, has these powers. And one day she's using these powers so that she can play with her younger sister, Anna, and she, Elsa, is able to create snow and they're playing. Well, an accident happens and Anna, accident, Anna gets hurt. So when the parents find out what, was, what had happened, they're very concerned because they realize how powerful Elsa is. And they tell her, basically they banish her to her room. They keep Anna separated from her. And they're telling, telling Elsa that she can't use her powers or that she has to hide away. Well, she grows up believing that she needs to hide, that there's a problem with her, that she's not supposed to be around anybody, that she hurts people, and she's very isolated. Well, as the movie progresses, 
Anna, her sister, keeps trying to have contact with her and wants to be with her. And she doesn't remember that this accident had happened. And so she doesn't understand why her sister doesn't want to be with her. Well, as the movie progresses, Anna ends up getting hurt again by the powers. And she's basically freezing to death. And the thing that can save her is true love. And so the movie, they make you think it's going to be this boyfriend, or actually it's a fiance that, that's going to save her and is going to be the one that kisses her and shows her true love. And that wasn't the case. It was actually Elsa that was able to save her because she had true love for her sister and she was able, able to keep her from freezing. The interesting thing is, is as this story ends, Elsa is able to see that she can look at herself differently, that she can use her powers in a way that are helpful and not view it as a way that, that she's going to hurt other people. So I, I like that story because of the way that the story that Elsa does tell about herself, that she, there's something wrong with her, that she has to hide that she can hurt people, that no one wants to be around her. And then towards the end of the movie, she sees that she can use her powers and the goodness that she has to help other people, to include her sister. So she changes the way that she looks at herself. So what are some of the stories that you tell yourself? What is it that you believe about yourself? Does that story need to be changed? I encourage you to kind of look at the narrative that you have about yourself or maybe about people in your life and see if that story needs to be changed a little bit. Maybe it's a story that's really not helpful and it's not beneficial. And by changing that narrative, it might help you in being able to look at things differently and even feel and behave differently in the way you show up in your life. That's all that I have for today. I will see you next week on the Mamas in Midlife podcast.